Hey guys, you're live with Corey from the Northwoods, where we're showing you that freedom is an adventure. We're finding ours, and you can too. I'd like to go ahead and welcome you to our Saturday live video podcast, where we have hopes to help build the RV community here on YouTube. You can also find this podcast available on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast applications. So with that, if it's your first time here, go ahead, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. And so you don't miss any of our weekly live streams and videos. So I'd like to go ahead and start out with a couple shout outs of other uh, YouTube channels here within the RV community. First one I'd like to go ahead and shout out is Randy's Adventures. Randy, she puts out great content all every week and all year round. And she includes a lot of winter camping. So if you're into that type of camping, make sure you check out Randy's Adventures. Next one I'd like to go ahead and shout out is Matt's RV Reviews. If you haven't seen it, we interviewed Matt the other night, and check out that live stream. Matt provides knowledgeable reviews with a touch of a little comical flair. And then on to today's guest. Uh, we all know him. We all love him. Uh, Traveling Robert. Uh, Robert is one of the founding fathers of RV content here on YouTube, and we're glad to have him. So I'll go ahead and I'll pull Robert up here. Hi, Robert. How you doing? Hi, Corey. How are you? Great. Looks yeah. like you got good weather down there. Oh, it's 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 a uh, lovely. A little too warm, perhaps, for for my taste, but it's uh, you know the Florida Keys are the Florida Keys. Yeah. Well, I tell you, Robert, I'm glad to have you. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you for having um, me. You know, you are the man. <laughs> I don't know about the 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 the, the what, what did you call me the the, the, the one of the founding fathers. fathers. <laughs> I don't know if I am the like, one of the founding fathers, but definitely been here for a while, and I really enjoy doing it. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, your channel is pretty darn popular. Um, you know, you've been providing content for nearly ten years now. And you started yep. your channel, it was around 2011, right? Uh, this travel channel, yeah. I, I've been on YouTube on, since 2007 or 2008, but it was a different channel. Yeah, this channel has been since 2011. So we're going to celebrate uh, yeah, 10 years next year. Well, I tell you, it is a huge honor to have you on here. And I thank you so much. I can't say it enough. Uh, we greatly appreciate you taking, taking the time to join us today. No problem, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, you know, I know you travel all over the country, but um, do you consider yourself part-time or full-time for those, if there is anybody that doesn't know who you already are? Well, I'm not a full-timer. I, st I still have a home base uh, in Miami, Florida, which is, by the way, not a very convenient place to, to live if you want to travel anywhere but, like, South Florida, because we are right down there, you know, at the bottom. And right now I'm, I'm coming to you from the Keys, so it's even further away, but... Uh, but uh, no, eventually I wanna, uh, and I don't, I don't think I'm ever, ever gonna be like a, like a full time, full timer, if that's even a word, because uh, I, I like to be small. First of all, I have to travel with a small RV. I kind of like being small and nimble, and uh, especially now after the after the pandemic, I think a lot of people are realizing that it's good to have a, a home base of some sort, you know, so, some place to call home if 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 you need to, like, you know, uh, stay put for a while. Yeah, I think you're gonna start seeing more. Uh most timers or uh, in lieu of being full-time yeah mm -hmm. exactly so all right so i, I see well, myself you know traveling half, half at least half of the time for, for for the foreseeable future right so your your home base in in miami is that where you you're from uh where you grew up from or 
Well, I've been here for for 30 years, more than 30 years now, actually. I was born in Cuba, which is just 90 miles south of here, you know, not very far away. Um, and I came when I was 17. Well, all right. So do you work outside of YouTube or are you just full-time YouTube or do you have community involvement or hobbies that you like to do outside of YouTube? Well, the, uh, my main job right now is YouTube. It's been for the past uh, two, and a half, two and a half years. You know, one day I decided to quit my job and, and dedicate my, my 100% of my attention to this. I do have hobbies. I'm a musician, as, uh, as many of you, your viewers probably know. And, uh, and that's pretty much one of my hobbies. And I still, and I still play sometimes, you know, with a band, uh, just, just, just to reconnect with the musicians and... Uh, and I enjoy yep. it a lot too. Yeah, I've caught a couple of your live streams in the past, and uh, uh, you have quite the singing voice as well. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of the things that I did <laughs> uh, before I, I, I started doing YouTube and traveling. All right. Yeah. Well, definitely well-rounded. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about your family. Well, my family, it's, uh, well, right now I'm traveling with my wife. She's inside the, the, the trailer, actually, which is much more cooler with the air conditioner. But um, uh, we, we have a, she has a son, my stepson, and uh, that, that, we know, we, that's what we've been, uh, uh, we've been living in uh, for, for a long time uh, together. And um, my mom, my mom, she, she also lives in Miami. My dad passed away a couple of years ago, but that's all the immediate family that I really have. Yeah. And, well, and we have the, the, the extended Georgia family, which is uh, on, on, on my wife's side, and we visit them quite, a, quite a often, actually. Right. So what got you first interested in RVing, and how long have you been RVing in total? Well, it was uh, actually my brother-in-law. He's, uh, he's the... Is he's the, the guilty one? <laughs> you know, they they we decided we were all gonna go to uh, Atlanta, Georgia for for Thanksgiving to visit that side of the family, and my brother-in-law they decided to rent an RV, and I went walking to the RV, and you know he he started you know talking about it, and I'm like this is it seems like a very cool way to travel, and then we rented an RV once actually we went uh, we went all the way up to uh, Sandusky, Ohio to to Cedar Point because my stepson, he wanted to, 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 to do the roller coasters and all that stuff. And then what really, uh, you know, the, the tipped us over, like, we have to do this, was we did a, a road trip. We rented another RV. We flew to Denver, and then we did the Four Corners region. We did uh, the national parks in Utah and uh, the Grand. We, we were going to do the Grand Canyon. We did, and after that, you know, I said... Um, and we have to do this. And we found a trailer that was uh, affordable that I could sort of tow with the, the SUV that I already had. And that would that it would fit in my driveway. And uh, we went to Fort Myers to the dealer just to see it. And uh, famous last words. We went just to see it. And <laughs> we, we signed on the dotted line. And that was it. Hmm. So tell us a little bit about your current RV and your relationship with Winnebago. Well, it's very similar to my original RV. I, I started with this. It's, it's, it's the smallest one Winnebago made, and I think it's still the smallest one they make, or one of the smallest. It's the 17. And now I have the 1708 FB. Uh, it's a 19-footer. And uh, my the, the after so many years, you know, uh, when I, Winnebago, uh, you know, I've, I've been traveling with that trailer for a long time, and people have started, you know, reaching out 
And, uh, and Winnebago finally reached out and they said, you know what, we, we want you to be a brand ambas ambassador for us since you being a, unofficially a brand ambassador for a long time already. You know, a, a lot of people have bought these trailers because they, they saw me driving around the country. Sure. So um, actually at the Tampa RV show, this, this last January, that's when, when they appro approached me finally and told me, you know, we're going to lend you this RV for a, for a year. And uh, between you and me here, you know, I, I hope that they let me keep it at <laughs> eventually. <laughs> because it's very nice. It, for, for the most part, it's superior to the one that I had in, in almost every every measurable way. But, uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah a, I, that's a story. Uh, I was glad to hear that they finally made you an ambassador. Like you said, you've been uh, uh, inadvertently advertising them for years and uh, glad to see them. Uh, take you under their wing and uh, add you to their, uh, their uh, team there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, what made you first decide to, to even start a YouTube channel? Well, that was actually before I, I've always been into, into video, you know, even back in the nineties with the, the VHS camcorder, I used to use the camcorder on a VCR and then edit the videos that way, you know, the quality was bad. So, so I've, I've always been into that. And um, and then I started a channel, and it was basically for my music. You know, it was uh, videos of us playing with the band and all that stuff. And I started incorporating some incorporating some travel videos into that original channel. And um, and I realized that travel videos was uh, more that I liked it better in in a sense. And I didn't have to deal with copyright strikes or anything like that. So right. I decided to start the, the YouTube channel for travel. And first it was general travel, you know, like our vacations. I would post a you know, video every couple of months until people started watching, actually. People started liking it and commenting. And, uh, and uh, slowly we created the, this community that, that we have now. And, uh, you know, when, when, once I had like 30,000 subs or something like that, and that's when I decided maybe this is going somewhere. And... Uh, and uh, I decided to do it full time. Well, I know it took you a while to get there, um, but you finally hit a hundred thousand uh, here a few months oh, back. Man, yeah. Um, you know, with that, as far as uh, that goes, when did you really first start to realize, you know, this is really starting to take off? It was about uh, about three or four years ago when the channel, you know. I, I realized that I was doubling in subscribers more or less every year, a little over a year, and in views, you know, it, it all goes together. And um, that's, it's, it's probably a few months before I decided to, to quit my, my day job. I said, I started, you know, calculating, you know, this and, you know, and, uh, and uh, that's when I decided to give it my 100%. I would say it was, uh, oh man, it's becoming a blur, 2017. 2017 in the summer of 2017, I I decided to you know I, I it still wasn't making enough enough money to 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 uh, to make a living out of it, but I saw the potential that perhaps in a in a few months or years you know right. it's turned out it's turned out well. I, I think it's that kind of good. falls in line because here about three four five years in that little window of time we really kind of seen kind of a culture change in YouTube where it was kind of changing a little bit from uh, the hobbyist video mm -hmm. uploads to more of a, 
a series entertainment, uh, you know, venue for people to actually come to for, mm-hmm. for entertainment. Um, so that makes sense. So that's when you started to see that kind of growth. And uh, I think it's only yeah. improved since then. Uh, more and more people are coming to YouTube to stream, um, you know, weekly episodes and following uh, channels more than ever. Um, and I think the outlook is bright for YouTube uh, from here on out in the future. Even. For, for some people, for, even for myself, YouTube TV is TV. We, we don't watch much uh, TV anymore. And the fact that we can do like live streams and this has helped a lot build uh, the community, you know, because we can interact with the, with, the, with, the, with the viewers in the chat. It's, it's, uh, it's a great tool to be able to do live streams. Yeah. And, and the technology is there. You know, we've, We've grown pretty good. I mean, we're we passed our thousand subscribers here uh, a couple months ago, but we've only really had our channel going since April of last year. Uh, you know, so we've grown pretty well over the last year, and mm-hmm. uh, we continue to see growth, and uh, it, it, it's enjoyable. Uh, it's been a learning curve that first year for us, and getting things kind of straightened up on how we uh, try to do go about doing things, and we're still every day is a learning curve. Um, but we're trying to get there and uh, we're trying to engage in the RV community here across YouTube. And this is part of the reasons why we do these live streams. You know, we try uh, filtering in some channels larger than us and some smaller than us and, um, and just try to show everyone a little bit of, Hey, there's good content across the board, no matter what the size of the channel is and uh, try to help everyone grow right along with us if we can. So, yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, how did it make you feel when you finally got your silver play button? I mean, that had to be kind of surreal, didn't uh, it? It was a it was a sense of accomplishment. I'm I'm very proud of of, of, of that that accomplishment. It's, a lot of work has has gone into it, so it's uh, it's one of those things, you know. And that that I, I it's that first milestone, I you know that you finally uh, made it, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a big milestone that yeah. very few people. Like, no, I'm a, I'm an award-winning YouTuber now, kind of, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Very few people ever get uh, to that point, and uh, we're glad you finally got there. You deserve every little bit of it. Like you yeah. said, it's a lot of hard work that goes into it. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 been, but it, it's it's work, but it's 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 work that I enjoy doing it. So I I I would be doing it anyway. I was I was doing it before it was a it was a job. So you know, yeah, I'm not complaining. So how are you able to pace yourself the way that you do, and yet continue to put out content on a regular basis? I uh, mean, it's it's hard. It's it's hard, and I, I it's uh, and I don't do it as as well as it probably looks, uh, but. Um, but somehow it, 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 things fall into place. But yeah, sometimes when I'm traveling, like especially that fast-paced uh, travel style that I did, especially at the end of the last summer's uh, road trip, it's it's hard. It's it's hard to organize yourself. And, and you know, every night you get to the camper. Sometimes you're you're tired, and but there's there's a routine that you have to do: empty all the all the the memory cards and edit a little bit before going to bed. And I, I pretty much do that, that almost every night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to kind of schedule yourself, you know, have a little bit of a schedule so, so you don't fall behind. Right. And speaking of your last summer's travels, you've been, uh, last couple of weeks has been your 
uh, time that you spent coming through Michigan here. And uh, for those that follow us, we're from Michigan and we do a lot of uh, uh, content right here in our home state. And it's been great to see your travels through Michigan and your time enjoying it. Tell us a little bit about everyone that's in the room and who might see this later, uh, what your thoughts of was Michigan and some of the things that you enjoyed the most. I really enjoyed Michigan. I, I, I did a little bit of the UP. The weather was uh, not so great, but still, it's one of those places that looks good even in bad weather. And, uh, and I, I really like the people. I love pasties, by the way. Pasties, I, I discovered pasties. And, uh, and uh, Mackinac Island was, uh, was one of those bucket list uh, destinations that I wanted to see. Uh, that was great too. I, I skipped most of the meeting part of the state actually because I had I had uh, commitments in, done in, in Ohio and Pennsylvania, so I had to like move quickly. But I, I did I stopped by Frankenmuth, and then I, I wanted to see the the museum in Detroit, the, the Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Yeah. And um, I really liked uh, that museum. I'm not a museum person, as a, a lot of people, you know, like museum like to paintings and stuff like that. Maybe not, but museums where you see like. Uh, like the like the Wrights brothers uh, playing, you know that right. kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, that stuff with the innovation over the years and stuff. It's yes. pretty cool down there. So, yeah. Well, we're glad that you enjoyed Michigan. And uh, no, I have to go. Back. I have to go back because uh, there's so much that I that I didn't see. By the way, that I, I I hopefully this summer I have time to to spend some time up there again. Yeah, there's lots of stuff to see, especially in the the west side of the Lower Peninsula. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes over there, and uh, Traverse City area is great. Um, I know you enjoy an IPA once in a while. There's lots oh, of yeah. craft beer in that area. Uh, there's always <laughs> always something to enjoy on the west side of our state, as well as the UP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was fantastic to see that coming up at the same time that we were going to have you on our uh, show, because the majority of our following, because we're from Michigan, is here mm-hmm. in Michigan. So. Uh, it was glad to, to see that align uh, while having you on here. So yeah, yeah, it's, so some things are that are coincidental like that. It's it's yep. happened a couple of times that I happen to be at the same place as another uh, famous YouTuber, and we both uh, released the video at the same time, and and you know it's serendipitous. Yeah. So now that you have over a hundred thousand subscribers, um, you see even your videos are even on Amazon Prime. And uh, so what goals do you have for your channel uh, in the months and years forward from here? Uh, well, I'm going to continue doing it more or less exactly the same way that I've been doing it. And hopefully a million in a couple of years. I don't know. But um, as far as content, I want to do a little more international travel, perhaps. Uh, I mean, traveling within the United States, I mean, you could, you could spend a lifetime and not see half of it. Um, and so, so traveling in the United States is, is still going to be the main uh, focus of my channel. But I want to do more international. I want to I uh, spend a month in Australia, for example, and RV Australia. I want to do Europe. I want to do maybe New Zealand, although everybody else has been in New Zealand. So I don't know if I'm going to do New Zealand, but I would love to do it too. So, Yeah, we, uh, we tr- uh, follow a couple other YouTube channels from Australia, uh, one being uh, Trip in a Van, um, mm-hmm. J- Justin and uh, – Becky, uh, their travels in Australia is, is just amazing. Uh, the views are just incredible. Um, so yeah, Australia I think would be a a, a tremendous place to be able to visit. That, and, that's and definitely see. one of the goals. And, and think if you think about it, Australia is the size of the United States with very little in between in the middle. So it's it's going to take a good month to to see it all. Right. So. 
what you're doing is obviously working. I mean, uh, you know, you're everywhere. You really are. And what do you advise a small YouTube channel uh, just wanting to uh, gain success? Uh, what the best advice you can give us? Uh, well, you know, along the years, you know, I've so, sometimes I've uh, I've tried uh, different things. You know, see what sticks, and uh, and uh, in the end, I think consistency is probably number one. You have to post a video at least once a week, so people know. You know, people expect it. And uh, I mean that that's the main one, and um, and then you know you have to have you have to put a quality you know something that people will want to watch, and, and uh, you know now nowadays with, with, with even with a phone you can kind of get to the I mean technology is there, uh, decent audio and video quality, and then believe it or not a, a, a catchy thumbnail something that uh, that stands out because. Uh, even though I have 100,000 subscribers, uh, 80%, 80% of my views are from non-subscribers. Right. And I think that that's, that's the case for most YouTube channels. So you get most of your views from those uh, thumbnails on the right-hand side of the, of the video. Right. So if, if your thumbnail looks better than the video next to it, people are going to click on yours. And that's, that's one of the, the main, the most important yeah. things, I think. I know we're always trying to work on thumbnails and trying to improve our branding as well. And, um, just trying to do the best that we can and uh, try to stand out, you know, and, hey, I'm over yeah. here, click yeah. me, you know. And Make it bright and colorful. And I find I found out that if I put a map, a little piece of a map in the thumbnail, it's, it, people click more. I don't know why. But that's uh, uh. <laughs> that's an uh. inside tip, tip there for you guys. <laughs> so kind of uh, to go off script for a little bit before we enter our question and answer period. Yeah. Uh, where are some of the the uh, your favorite places in the country to visit and travel through? I mean, I, I always say the Grand Canyon because it is that one place that you 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 think you've seen it in pictures, but you haven't. You haven't seen it until you're there and you're standing in front of it, and it's like like your brain cannot comprehend the, the distance. You know the the, the grandeur of it. Um, and a lot of places in Arizona are like that. So, but, uh, but the Grand Canyon always stands out. And I was there recently, well, last summer, again. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going back to the Grand Canyon. But it, 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 I always uh, live in awe, you know, when I when I see it for the first time. I was like, wow. Yeah, the Grand Canyon is somewhere that we haven't been as of yet. Uh, I spent a little time in Colorado, up in the Rocky Mountains, and I know. Uh, you get on some of the little back roads and you get some little uh, overlooks of the Rocky mm -hmm. Mountains and you kind of get that feeling of awe. I can only imagine yeah. uh, how much grander that is uh, with the Grand Canyon for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Colorado is amazing too. There's some places in California too. The Sierra Nevada is fantastic. And and also, I don't know, I, 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 I'm talking about nature, but I'm also a city boy. So I sometimes, you know, once in a blue moon, I, I enjoy the sensory overload of New York, for example, for a couple of days. That, that too, I, I like doing that. New York, Chicago, not so much Miami, maybe, but yeah. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm a country boy. I grew up in uh, the north, and uh, I don't mind visiting big cities, but it's visiting. And then it's I'm, visiting, back, yeah. I'm yeah. back to the woods. Uh, I like that uh, serenity of uh, the, what the woods and uh, the outdoors has to offer. So I get away from yeah. the towns and the crowds and stuff a little bit, but. Definitely. So, um, what's kind of your schedule for the summer? I mean, I know you're heading north here soon, and 
and, and that's what I'm thinking. You know, this, this summer, the, uh, and that's why I don't like to make plans because you always end up changing them. This summer was Alaska, and uh, yeah. obviously that uh, that didn't uh, pan out the way I, I was hoping. And so I'm improvising right now, and um, I, I was going to actually depart next week for the north. I decided to to postpone it for three weeks. I'm going to do like a Florida loop, come back to Miami, spend a couple of days, and then in in mid July. Um, do with Western Georgia, Eastern Alabama, which I haven't really uh, seen that part much. I'm gonna visit a friend in the Smoky Mountains, and then uh, I wanna I wanna revisit the Midwestern states, going north towards uh, North Dakota, which is one gaping hole in my map in the middle there that uh, that I haven't visited. And I wanna, if, if all goes well, I wanna go as far west as Glacier National Park. And from there, I'm going to return to the East because I want to be at the at the Hershey RV show in Pennsylvania. Uh, but that route is not yet uh, planned. Might do US 50. I don't know. Yep. I know you like to hit uh, quite a few of the big RV shows like Hershey and Tampa, uh, mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, do you have a favorite RV show that you like to visit? And uh, if you do, why is it? I do. I uh, almost yearly I do Tampa and Hershey, and, I, and one of these days I want to do the California. The Pomona RV show is supposed to be really uh, good too. The, the thing is, if you do Hershey, you're, you cannot do uh, California because this, there's like a week apart. But the good thing about Hershey is you get to see the brand new models because the, the like the 2021s, you know, they that, that's where they announced them uh, at the Hershey RV show. But I like Tampa better in the sense uh, not only that it's closer to home, I, I think it's laid out better. And uh, but let me tell you something. I, I don't go to the RV shows uh, anymore to to see RVs as much as for the community. I get to meet a lot of people, and uh, and uh, you know, I, and I get to talk to Winnebago and different companies also. And, and I think it's uh, at this point is more the the community than the in, in a little bit the business aspect of it. Uh, that actually looking at new RVs, I always like to know what's new, and because eventually maybe I want to move to a motorized. So I'm always looking at, at what they have, but it's a little bit of everything. But uh, short answer, uh, probably Tampa is my favorite. The Tampa, yeah. I think uh, every YouTuber that visits uh, those two RV shows, they always uh, end up running into you and yeah. uh, talking to you a little bit, and. Uh, you know, spend a little bit of time with you and uh, help building that community. Let, let uh, me tell you, it's uh, it's been great because the the the, fir the first times that I went, no, you know, nobody really knew me. But lately, it's like uh, every every few steps, there's someone that I I, I met Matt Matt RV from Matt RV reviews. I met him in Tampa this year, and uh, it's very cool, very cool, very cool to meet. Yep, yeah, uh, Matt's a great guy. We interviewed him the other night, um, and. Uh, he, he can be uh, quite hilarious at times, and uh, we were yeah. glad to get him on there as well. And, uh, you know, we're, we're reaching out to a little bit of everybody within the RV uh, niche here on YouTube and um, trying to just get exposure to everyone that follows us, you know, who's out there and uh, kind of share the love amongst amongst the community. So Yeah, so it's a pretty big community. There's a lot of us, and everybody, you know, and, and, and the good thing about it is that there's, I think there's room for everybody. In the in this YouTube space, because everybody does it a little different, and some people do like more how-to videos, which I, I usually don't do because I don't really know how to do much. I I learn from other people, and uh, and some people, you know, everybody has their their little style and their sub niche. Let's put it that way within the the RVing community. Yep, and 
you know, we do a little travel because we're kind of tied to Michigan as of right now. We still have teenagers in school and uh, shared uh, parent time and things like that going on. So uh, we're kind of tied to Michigan yet for the next few years. So um, we also do some how-to videos and outdoor cooking and stuff that kind of falls within the niche and mm-hmm. uh, just trying to find our way as a channel as well. And uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of channels out there, some part-time, some full-time, and you know they're all trying to learn their way and uh, just share their experiences on YouTube and uh, you know share the enjoyment that they share having those experiences. And I think yeah. uh, YouTube is a great uh, platform for that. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know what we did before YouTube, but yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for travel. I mean, the, the, I, there there was no way there there were no RV shows on TV really, if you think about it. Uh, so, how how do how did people find out how to how to do things or about different places? You know, it's it started with, with the podcasting community really uh, early, early, early on. Right. And also with that, I know you, you have a very popular podcast as well. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that uh, while we have you right here too. Yeah, I'm doing Living the RV Dream podcast, which used to be actually produced by John and Kathy Huggins, which did it for, for many years. And they were like the authority on that. And, um, and we, I, I met him um, a couple of years ago at, a, at one of their rallies. And, you know, we, we, we established a little bit of a friendship and then... Um, you know, they just, they they couldn't at, at some point RV anymore, so they they had to quit the podcast, and they reached out to me, and uh, I said, yeah, sure. And uh, you know what they did? They uh, they gave me the name basically that I could use. So I started a new podcast, but using their name, and they gave me uh, admin rights to their Facebook group, and uh, I've been doing it ever since. Uh, more or less around the time that I decided to to do YouTube full time, so more or less it was so early twenty seventeen. Yep, and that's what we're doing with this right here, too. Uh, these interviews, uh, after YouTube processes the video of the live stream, mm-hmm. we pull it down and we take that audio and we push it out to a podcast um, just so that there's another medium uh, that people that are interested in RVing. Um, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a hidden market over in the podcast yeah. um, in the RV niche that people are interested in just listening to this type of stuff sometimes and um, just learning a little bit about RVing in a different yeah. way. Yeah, and it's a different audience. Uh, it's 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 it, it's the same audience, but it's different because podcast. You know, you can do it while you mow your lawn or while you commuting. You know, it's it's um, it's uh, it's a different way to consume the content. The only thing about the podcast is harder, I think, to monetize. You know, YouTube they, they do they do the job for you. You know, they sell the they sell the commercials and they, they you get paid on the podcast. It's uh, you have to reach out to, to brands, and sometimes they, they reach out to you, but yeah, right. you have to take care of that. Well, I know you and a few of the other uh, larger YouTube channels that are out there all, all do podcasts. I know uh, Mike Whelan has his, his podcast, and uh, yeah. I think KYD still doing theirs as well. Um, I think KYD, when they, they stopped doing it, and I think they started back uh, doing the podcast. Uh, Actually, the KYD started with the podcast, and then they they did the, the right. YouTube channel. Same with Mike, Mike and Jennifer of the Wendlands. They actually, I found out about them almost uh, probably seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mike's been in broadcasting for so long that that was an easy transition for him to yeah. to switch over to that and just keep doing what he does. And yeah, you can tell he's a pro. You can tell he's a pro. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, he's a pro. <laughs> That's for sure. I am not a pro. I'm still still learning and uh, still getting uh, things around. And hopefully, in ten years from now, I might look a little bit more like a pro. But I can't. I can't promise yeah. that. <laughs> nah, it's gonna take less than that. I mean, you're already you're already. Uh, uh, we're, we've made a lot of improvements here in the last few months. Uh, we invested a little bit in some a little bit better camera gear mm. and some lighting and backdrops and things. Uh, because you know we are in the northern states, so we had to store our RV for the winter time, and uh, so we had to do some green screening and backdrop stuff to keep putting content out through the winter. And uh, you know we're getting there, and it's it's like I said, it is a uh, learning curve for sure. Um, it takes a while. You got good lighting, you got good audio. I mean, it's uh, and that's uh, that's some of the most important things. Yep. Yeah. Yep. By the way, I, I, every every fall I have a, a minute of silence for those of you who have to winterize the RVs. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I can't wait until that time where either I can work from home full time and be able to do it on the road, or uh, get to that time where it's time to retire and maybe uh, become a snowbird and head south for the yep. winter and uh, avoid the yeah. snow. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's see here. I know we uh, normally go ahead and start doing some questions and answers. Um, so if anyone in the room has any questions, go ahead and drop it in the chat over there. And we'll try to keep an eye on the chat there while we're just uh, chit-chatting yeah. here. Yeah, and, yeah I was, I was going to monitor the chat, but I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the wireless internet here, and I didn't want to <laughs> run run into the chance that, that I lose the the bandwidth here with you. I hope it's been looking great. I mean, I, I just got this uh, this uh, wireless router. So Yeah, it's been great. Um, haven't had any fuzzing or pixelization or yeah. anything. You've, you've looked great there. So Yeah, because two, two Fridays ago, I did my live stream, and I was like this, like one frame per second. It was crazy. Yeah. So one of the questions in the room, uh, does your wife travel with you all the time, or... I know she's not. I don't think I've ever ran across a video that you have her on. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, not. She's there. She she doesn't uh, like to be on camera. She's a, she's a more much more private person than I am. Uh, and what we've done, you know, it, it it would be impossible for us to travel. She still has a nine to five too, so it, it would be impossible like for her to travel with me all the way to California. It's, it's, so what we've done in the past, you know, she will fly to a different place uh, along my route you know i'll i'll take two or three weeks to 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 get to uh, uh, whatever phoenix arizona and then she'll fly to phoenix and we'll we'll travel together to los angeles and then she'll fly back from los angeles and uh, that kind of thing hopefully soon uh, we'll be able to do it together full time but uh, that time is not there yet unfortunately yep all right so let's see here so we're waiting, while we're waiting for some questions in the room, um, so what's just some of your uh, favorite things um, about YouTube that you've experienced? I think the community we've created it's uh, it's one of the greatest things. You know, I have now I have friends in every state. It's uh, and um, that's one of my favorite things, and, and I still sometimes. You know, don't believe it myself that the, the, the great community that, that we've created, and uh, you see it. Uh, you know, every uh, every Friday when I do the live stream, I, a lot of people. And whenever I go somewhere, you know, we we, we uh, there's always someone 
close by. For example, when I broke down in, in North Carolina, you know, I kind of reached out. I did a quick live stream and uh, some people came to the rescue. This, this guy, uh, Richard, he, he even invited me to his house. He, has, he had full hookups. So we, um, I stayed in his house overnight with full hookups until I was able to find a, a truck to continue the, the journey. And, uh, and to, to me, that's the most uh, rewarding uh, part of the, the experience. And being able to make, make a, a living doing what I love is the other one. I mean, I'm, I consider myself very, very fortunate. Yep. yep. So I see there's some chat in the room. Um, any concerns about whether or not uh, Hershey uh, will be a go or whether it might get canceled later in the year? Uh, I think it's too early to tell. That, I mean, it's, it's too early to tell anything. Uh, large gatherings like that, uh, I don't know. So you're I, 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 I hope they do it. I hope they're able to do it. I hope this, this uh, thing, poof, disappears and then we're all able to, to go back to our normal lives which most of the country already is kind of back to normal i, I hear uh, yeah i uh i hope it goes too we were actually considering possibly driving down to hershey um it wouldn't be too bad of a drive for us to drive down there and um yeah, be able to come to down for a weekend or whatever and because it's only oh probably about where we're at probably about an eight hour drive um uh, over to there. We'll see. They're predicting. Uh, some people are predicting a resur res resurgence in the fall. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Right. So you plan on re uh, scheduling your Alaska trip for next year? Absolutely. Yes. Which is it's going to be even better because it's going to coincide with my fiftieth birthday, and I and I plan to join the bear the the polar bear club. You know, okay. jumping into the Arctic Ocean on my fiftieth birthday. That's the new uh, I know there's a few other channels planned to go next summer as well. Uh, uh, Roads We Roam. I know they met you oh, in Tampa. Yeah. They're planning on going up there along with uh, Travels with Delaney. Um, okay. So they're planning a trip to Alaska next year as well. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll so. run into each other. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, there's only two roads. <laughs> to <go up> there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, and I had the, the trip so so well planned already. It's 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 a real bummer that uh, we weren't able to do it. Right. So, out of all your videos you do and stuff, what's some of the more memorable comments that you may have gotten on some of your videos that stick with you? And uh, this is the, one of the most surprising uh, things, you know, uh, people who have, uh, for example, had a, 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 a health problem like a stroke or something like that. And, and they have told me that that my videos, you know, watching my videos helped them, uh, you know, heal, you know, recuperate from from that, that illness. And uh, that that's always very touching. And um, I also hear that um, uh, it, my my voice, my, my my videos, they seem to call, uh, like autistic ch children, for example, children with autism. It, it they they seem to help them help concentrate. And things like that, and, and sometimes you don't realize, you know, that you are, you know, sometimes touching people in a certain way, and uh, and you realize, you know, it's a great responsibility. Right. That's uh, those are some pretty powerful comments right there. Yeah. Yeah. When you realize that you're affecting uh, uh, to better someone's life, you know that that goes without saying. That that has to be uh, definitely. Yeah overwhelm you yeah the, the the first time i heard one of those is when i realized wow you know this is um 
yeah. Which was a, 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 actually a friend that I visited in in Ohio uh, last summer. He he came he came down to um. I we, I met him in person at the Tampa Harvey show some years back, and that's when that's when he told me. Well, I know, uh, you know, watching your some of your travels, and like I said, I absolutely love that you came through Michigan, and like you said, you did run into some bad weather when you were in the UP. Uh, yeah. Rained on and off most of the time you're up there, and yeah. you were quite the trooper with the uh, rain gear and staying out there and getting it done. And uh, you know, uh, it, it's great to see that, and uh, you know, your dedication to to what you do. Uh, I know me and my wife watching all this uh, stuff that you do. It's like, you know, you must literally almost run a camera nonstop. Mm-hmm. Well, I do run a camera nonstop. The one on top of the trailer. Yep. That's uh, unless there's a malfunction, which there usually is a malfunction uh, at the most inconvenient of, of moments. But usually that camera is running all the time. Yeah, yesterday the malfunction was when I, when I was on the first bridge coming into the Florida Keys. The camera decided to stop recording. And <laughs> I'm driving on the bridge, so like there's nothing I can do. But things like that happen. But you know, I usually have a camera right next to me, and uh, you know I've, I've become used to. Always having, and I always have this. If 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 all else fails, you know, I, I'll I'll do it with my phone. Right. Yeah, I really liked your uh, rigged up external battery for your GoPro Eight up yeah. on the uh, the trailer there. Um, you know, that's one of the the downsides of GoPro Eight is uh, you know they don't know any longer have the external battery packs right. you can get on them and stuff. Yeah. Actually, so, I have, yeah. I have the seven. I, I like the, the the Hero Three. The Hero Three they had like a big battery that you could attach to the back. Yeah. that one's gone and uh but, but i figured it out and it, it doesn't work with uh, the, the i have the, the hero 7 actually and it has a if we can get technical it's kind of picky about what power it likes it has to be very very clean power i'd say i guess exactly the same voltage and no fluctuations or, or it'll crash and i tried a couple of power banks and the uh, anchor uh, actually, I, I went to to the to VidCon in in, in in Anaheim, California, to the conference, and I spoke to GoPro. I told me this is happening, and I told me get an anchor, a power bank. It worked. Yeah, I I know uh, you know some of the upgrades we've done. I have a couple of the old GoPro threes um, mm-hmm. plus blacks. Absolutely loved them with the extended battery packs and stuff. We had just upgraded to GoPro eights, as well as the camera I'm shooting here with. Uh, this is a Canon M6 Mark II um, mm-hmm. DSLR camera. And, uh, you know, a lot of the newer stuff uh, needs uh, distributed power that, you know, kind of filters out all the dirty noise of the power mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, otherwise, they just don't work, you know, completely right. And uh, things are uh, getting touchier as things get better. Yeah. Yeah, but in the end, you, yeah, and uh, that's another thing that uh, the, there's so so much different technology and so many is and uh, especially stabilization. It's it's one of those the, the one of the great advancements in, in videography. I think in the last uh, five years, uh, mm-hmm. but in the end, you have to use what works for you. I still my main camera is still a, a camcorder, and uh, you know I could use uh, one of the. DSLRs, but, but I think the, the camcorder form factor for what I do, it's, it's what works for me. Right. That's what you use for the majority of your vlogging style recording? 90, 90% of what I do. I like, you know, I like that long zoom lens that it has. It may not have the best uh, uh, dynamic range or the or that bokeh effect, you know, like the, to, um, what happened? No, the, you know, to blur the background and all that, but... Um, 
you know, it, it just works one-handed. It's it's easy. Right. Yeah, we use a combination of our GoPros. Um, the GoPros we actually use a lot um, just because they're so small and light and they be able to take with you and stuff. And then, you know, for the live stream and stuff, we use the Canon and obviously for photography and stuff. But, um, you know, the GoPros are just so fantastic. My, my only gripe with the GoPro is the audio quality. I don't know if I got a defective unit, this last one, but it's like really horrendous. So um, sometimes for, for vlogging, when I'm talking on the camera, I use that, that little Sony X3000, the FDR X3000. It's like Sony's answer to GoPro, basically. Yeah. It has really good audio, and I was able to put like a little dead cat on the microphone in the front, and it, it works well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, um, because I did upgrade to GoPro 8s this year, mm -hmm. I've had a, on back order one of the media mods um, from uh -huh. GoPro. It just finally shipped, so I'll have that coming this week. I'm excited to see that, mostly not so much for the, the built-in shotgun mic that comes on the media mm -hmm. mod, but it has the um, 3.5 millimeter mic jack on the back. Uh, then I could use my little Rode um, yeah. mini microphone on it and get a little better mm -hmm. quality out of it uh, for, for vlogging type stuff. So we're pretty excited about that kind of stuff. You know, I used to like the way it used to be with the GoPro. Uh, the, in the, on the USB, there was like a little tiny USB adapter that would turn into a female uh, three and a half millimeter plug, and you just would plug any mic there. Yep. You know, it wasn't that bulky thing that they have now. Right, and but, that's uh, what I've done on my old GoPro 3s. It's yeah. just a little thing. It looks like a little L, and it just plugs yeah. into the USB mm -hmm. port. Boom, you have a port yeah, to plug it in. Back in the we were doing that back in 2013, you know, when we decided <laughs> to complicate things. But, you know, it is it is what it is. All right. So, well, um, looks like we don't have a ton of more questions left in the room here. Well, you know, I, I'm not. I'm sorry I'm not monitoring the the, the, the chat room. Oh, no, you're, you're fine. I'm watching it. My wife's watching it. I'm trying to keep an eye on what's going on over here. Sometimes we get chats, uh, questions. Sometimes we don't. Uh, people want to know about his mini. Uh, people want to know about your mini, I guess. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit of features about your uh, your RV um, that's mm -hmm. in there that you just absolutely love. Um, you know, I, I actually. I know you had the. Uh, I, I love those tires. You know, it's very stable. I, that's why I wanted to take it to Alaska. It has like, these all-terrain tires, which. Obviously, in a trailer, they're not going to help with traction or anything like that. But at least they can take more punishment, which is what I was hoping for. And uh, and it is it's very elevated off the ground. And I'm a simple. Uh, you know, I, I like to keep things simple in in this case. And I, I like the fact that it has no slides. You know, it's just one unit that it's almost like uh, like a camper van without an engine, if if you can think about it that way. And, well, uh, I know they uh, Winnebago put a. Is it a like a Wi-Fi Ranger or cell booster? Yeah, it was in there. How's that? How's that working for you? It's uh, the the cell phone booster. Uh, actually, we're using it right now to enhance the the, the signal. The Wi-Fi the Wi-Fi Ranger. Uh, yeah, both both work well. They work as advertised. Those are upgrades that I already had done to my original trailer, anyways. But um, the only thing with the Wi-Fi Ranger is hard to find Wi-Fi out there. So uh, I, I don't use it as much as uh, as, I, as I'd like uh, for that, you know, because maybe there, there's a Wi-Fi here, but yeah, generally speaking, Wi-Fi is not reliable in campgrounds or anywhere. Yeah, a lot of it's overwhelmed with people I, connecting I, to it. I get much more use out of the of the Weebus, which is not a Weebus, it's a King 
King Boost. It's, it's basically the same the same hardware, I think. Sure. And uh, and I get more use out of that because I could I could get a, a I like I, right here we have one bar, both AT and T and Verizon. We have one bar, but with a with a with a with a booster we get three three and a half five, four bars, and it's it's holding up really well. Um, actually, my my other the favorite things that they that they did for me, and uh, and I'm and I, you know I had a wish list when 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 Abego decided to make me the the brand ambassador. I wanted I wanted better batteries. And solar, you know, and and uh, and they hooked me up with a um, one of those Santrex uh, inverters with the with the transfer switch. So basically, I have uh, I have power in every single outlet in the in the trailer when I turn that uh, inverter. Actually, everything works except for the air conditioner, uh, and it's seamless. Uh, so that I that I like a lot. I, I would like more batteries if 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 I get to keep it longer or if uh, at some point I would like to have more because I only have 125 amp hours, which is lithium, which is I can use the whole 125, but still not enough. Well, for, uh, speaking of batteries, I know that you did a video that you were going to go ahead and try out uh, that uh, Blue Yeti power pack uh, a while ago. Mm -hmm. uh, how's that been working for you? I've been using that a lot. Uh, to try to conserve power on your trailer batteries? Or? I haven't used it much. I, I was going to use it actually with my old trailer, but this is what I'm going to do because the, the technology on these lithium batteries, um, it, they don't charge from the from the alternator on the truck. It, it's it's a it's an incompatible voltage. I'm, I'm sure there's a way to make it work, but it, it, there's an incompatibility there. And um, I'm, I've, I've been using it to to recharge the the trailer battery that that the, the Blue Eddy. And they have a new Blue Eddy. They were they were gonna send it to me. I don't know if they're gonna send it or not, but uh, but I have it there as a backup because you, you can never have enough uh, power on the road. Right. So I know we got a question that was over in the room. What's your uh, uh, bucket list travel destination you haven't visited yet? Ooh. And uh, I was thinking about this one. Because I, I hit most of the of, of my bucket list uh, uh, destinations on this past summer trip. There's still a couple of national parks, and um, I mean, probably uh, driving to Alaska, RVing to Alaska will be. I've been I've been to Alaska before, but being in, uh, for for a longer period of time and driving to Alaska is probably one of my bucket lists, uh, for sure. And then traveling internationally, and this is like a pipe dream. But drive all the way to 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 the southern tip of South America, you know, Ushuaia, Argentina. You know, do like uh, Alaska to Argentina, that kind of trip. That would be cool. Or, or Lisbon to Vladivostok, to Vladivostok. You know, do like the whole Europe and Asia, coast to coast, like <laughs> east to west. That that would be like um, one of those uh, dream trips that I may not be able to to do them. But there's there's always that dream. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you've been talking a little bit about the the international travel and stuff, and uh, it's been cool seeing Long Long Honeymoon do some of those yeah. uh, long trips that they've uh, done. No, and, and they really did. They did like Southeast Asia. They did uh, was it Thailand or one of the you know? Yeah, they did uh, like, like three, four months over there. It's like yeah. wow, uh, they got right into it too. I mean, they absolutely just loved uh, yeah. being over there and. Uh, enjoying that culture. Uh, yeah, it, it really does take you away from your comfort zone. You know, we're used to, you know, our, our what we're used to. You know, it's comfortable, and then you go to another place with a different language, 
and different customs and you have to adapt and sometimes that there, there's a there's a, it's, it's alluring you know uh, like when we went to Finland and we almost bought a vinegar instead of oil because we we're, we're in the supermarket and even we, we have Google Translate and all these tools but still you know sometimes uh, everything is in, in, in Finnish in Swami and uh, uh, that was a cool experience luckily there's always someone to help you you know people are for the most part very nice everywhere uh, right found out so yeah um you know we talked a little bit about this before the interview but someone's asking if you're planning on visiting key west while you're down there uh not this trip i was i was hoping i mean i'm a little over an hour away where i am but you know i'm just uh, I, I just want to relax this weekend and i've been to key west many times and uh and uh, I don't know. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> this, this weekend, I'm not in the mood for Key West. You know, I'm... That's, I, and I, I have to say, Robert, I don't blame you. I know, like you said, after the pandemic, uh, we finally got out Memorial Day weekend. And we were kind of all excited. You know, we took all the camera gear. We're going to be able to finally shoot some videos. And after we got there, we're kind of like, you know, let's just take the time and relax. It's our first time just getting out in months and just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was a nice little refresh, reset the batteries, and uh, get ready to start moving forward again. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I plan to do. And you know, even on my my upcoming trip, and that's why I'm doing that route, Western Georgia, Eastern Alabama, kind of. I, I want to kind of avoid uh, you know big cities and and you know high concentrations of people, you know, because they have first of all. You never know, you might catch a virus <laughs> and there's a, a larger chance, right? And second of all, all the big cities, they have more restrictions and regulations than, than rural places. So I'd rather, you know, feel normal again and, and, and be out there in nature. Uh, we have a question in the room of whether or not you've had any trouble with your truck over the years. Uh, this truck, no, knock on wood. It's, it's been reliable and some of the electronic uh, are annoying you know i'm like kind of like an old-fashioned guy when it comes to that my, my old kia has still had a cassette deck uh, but uh other than that it's been reliable it's it's making a little noise there in the muffler and then they wanted to charge me over a thousand dollars to fix it i'm like no don't worry about it i'll just turn on the radio a little louder and it's fine that that's that's really literally every, the only thing that has gone wrong with it and you know I've driven it uh, all over the country by now. In in, in a year, I put forty five thousand miles on it. So, so in your travels uh, with you know obviously the pandemic still around, uh, yeah. I know you're like you said you're you're trying to avoid more populated areas and just mm -hmm. uh, any other precautions that you're trying to take while while traveling during a pandemic. Um, not, not really. Just try to, you know, avoid the large crowds. And you know, I've, I've always been that that guy. I don't, I don't call myself a germaphobe, but I always wash my hands more than I more than most people. You know, I I always like to be washing my hands, and I've done that uh, all my life. And uh, really, I'm, I'm be flexible. That's that's my other strategy. You know, if if right now there's trouble in in a certain part of the country, I'll go to another part of the country. I'll have wheels and no plans. Right. So we got another question about your truck, uh, whether or not you you like the Chevy uh, Colorado, and how many miles do you currently have on it already? 
but 40, 40 probably 45 46 i haven't driven it much in the past three months as you can imagine <laughs> uh, but um i like it and it tows well you know it, this is a small lightweight trailer if i if i was towing a 30 footer I, obviously i would be getting something a little bigger uh, but uh, and i'm telling you i i went up to mount whitney with it you know whitney portal i've, I've done some pretty hardcore mountains and it's like a champ you know it's it's good and good pretty good mileage too it's 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 gone up to 12 13 miles per gallon so it's not bad no well, i know a friend of mine was actually looking at a colorado at one point in time um and you know he was kind of worried a little bit about the towing capacity of it so that's great to hear and you know like you said your trailer's not big by any means but um it's good that it's it's held up it's got lots of power and uh has served you well uh great things for people with smaller rigs they don't don't need a big tow vehicle to be able to get out there and enjoy things yeah yeah i know it's been good it's right there yeah uh, what do you consider to be the best beach? Destin. Destin? In the United States, Destin. Destin, Destin Florida. Well, anywhere around that, the, the panhandle, you know, like uh, I could say Panama City. I could say uh, it's to, to me, you know, uh, uh, it's it's uh, that swimming pool feeling, you know, like the clear, clear crystal, crystal, crystal clear waters and that fine sand and and you walk for like you know 100 yards and the water is still up to here uh, yeah it's beautiful sure. beautiful uh somebody asked uh has robert gone to horseshoe uh bend beach yeah horseshoe bend and somebody was talking about that in the in the live stream the other day no i have not been to horseshoe Bend. i've been to horseshoe bend arizona but not to horseshoe bend beach no uh another question uh, could Robert please advise on buying a budget trailer for someone who lives in snow for most of the year in Canada? Where to look for one and any certain brands that you like? Uh, well, I want to say Winnebago, not, not only because I'm a brand ambassador, but it's 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 pretty well made you you can withstand a, a, a few nights uh, you know in the in the teams probably because uh, all the plumbing is inside and and they even have the furnace piped into the into the underbelly so in, in cold weather you can rv with it uh, pretty easily and I, I i never intend to do it but i uh, uh, i hear that uh, winterizing it is fairly easy but um of course, I really like uh, the the Oliver's. Also, Oliver is a brand that it's uh, it's uh, it's all fiberglass, and they're like uh, they, they look like they will last forever. I, I don't know if you guys uh, follow um, Slim Potato Head. Uh, he he lives in Canada. He camps a lot in the snow. He has something similar. His is much smaller now. It's uh, I forget the name, but those Olivers are nice. Of course, if money is no object, uh, Airstream is always a good option, but. Uh, Specifically for for snowy weather, uh, you're you're talking to the to the wrong guy. You know the guy who grew up in the Caribbean and, and has lived in <laughs> South Florida all his life. You know it, it's not something that is in my radar all that much. Right, I will say that you know there are a number of RVs out there that uh, are rated for four season travels and things like that. Um, that means something different to almost every manufacturer that's out there. Uh, so definitely make sure you do your research. Yeah. Check out uh, a lot of the guys that do RV 
reviews like Matt's RV reviews, Definitely. Uh, Paul, the air force guy, or uh, Josh over at Halet RV, the RV nerd. Um, those three guys have videos that can tell you up and down of these yeah. trailers and uh, give you more information than either Robert or I could ever yeah. give you. I imagine insulation also is, is a big factor there, insulation. And uh, yeah. and I would say, you know, hitting pads on the, on, the, on the tanks, that kind of thing. Okay. So let's see. Uh, mountain traveling. Where would Robert avoid traveling a second time with an RV? Uh, what I mean a second time, like uh, something that's uh, that I did wrong. Do my mountain traveling. I mean, you're talking yeah, about I think you're talking about mountain traveling. Where would you advise uh, not going? I can't think of a place. Uh, I mean, um, I think one of the great things, like you have the, such a small trailer. Yeah, exactly. Um, In my case, yeah, I, I could you know, pretty much go anywhere, and you know, yeah, you, you, you follow the signs. You know, if it says if you have, you know, like they have restrictions, like. It's something over 25 feet, don't come here, you know, don't, don't, don't do it, you know, it's common sense. Right, uh, and driving a bigger rig is definitely more challenging yeah. in, in certain terrains and things, so uh, having a small trailer is definitely an advantage uh, in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have never really run into a, a trouble like a place that I, uh, that I couldn't get out of. Okay. I did in, in Route 66 of all places, but... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Always enjoy. Uh, someone says they always enjoy watching you uh, whoop up grub and quick bite. Uh, seems to turn out uh, semi gourmet. <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I like cooking. You know, uh, ever since I, I started doing it, you know, actually ten years ago or so. Saw you had some trouble finding a uh, uh, place to get some food there on Mackinac Island. <laughs> In your uh, video well, I did actually, and it was really good fish and chips. But um, the first place that I, I timing is everything. Sometimes if you arrive at a restaurant at eleven thirty in the morning, it's like you know they don't care to serve you. You know, I don't know. Uh, someone said a lot of people are buying up uh, new RVs. Any advice you can give to newbies so that they're uh, not a danger on the roads? They, they, let me tell you something, RV, there's a big boom. There's a big boom in the industry, no doubt about it. We thought like three or four years ago that there was a big boom, but now nobody wants to fly, nobody wants to take a cruise. So everybody uh, is buying RVs. And uh, and if you're towing, first of all, make sure that your vehicle can tow whatever you, you're buying and make sure that it can stop too, you know, because it's, it's not only pulling it, it's, it's uh, being able to stop on a, on a down, down, downhill grade, you know, uh, if someone cuts, cuts, cuts you off. I think that that would be like the, the main advice and, um, and practice, practice close to home. You know, don't, don't do that cross-country road trip like uh, on your maiden voyage. Yeah, uh, take some time just to get familiar with your rig yeah. and uh, learn how everything operates on it and be comfortable driving with it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. learn how to back it in into the site until like the 20th time. And then, you know, now I can do it almost with my eyes closed. But yeah, it, it takes it takes a while to, to learn certain things. Yeah, first getting started, it can be frustrating. So take your time, let the frustration aside and... Yeah. Then once you're more comfortable, go ahead and venture out. And, you know, it depends on the size of your rig, too. You know, this is fairly easy. It goes right behind the truck. But if you have a larger rig sometimes, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, make, make those wider uh, turns and that kind of thing that you may not be used to. So, 
Right. I mean, you can even take a class, you know, so if you, there are certain places that give you RV driving classes, you know, like, like uh, if you, if you buy a large class A, you know, that, that sort of thing. Right. Um, I see somebody said that the use of your drone is always so fun. What type of drone do you have? I, I, it's actually an older drone by today. You know, in technology, a year is uh, it's a long time. I, my my three year old uh, DJI Mavic Pro, that's the one that I use, the original Mavic Pro, and uh, and it's worked great. I mean, it's aged well. It's it's 4K and uh, yeah, it flies well. I like it. It's yep. it's it was the second drone that came out that you could fold uh, the, the the legs so you, so it would become more comp compact. Yep. GoPro uh, we, was the first one. GoPro did the Karma, and uh, the next month DJI comes with the with the Mavic, and they killed the Karma. Basically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just bought a drone. We haven't uh, put out footage with it as of yet. I need to get familiar flying it. Uh, mm -hmm. But we bought the Mavic Two Pro, um, so we're lo looking excited uh, to yeah. get that out and use it here uh, mm -hmm. once we get hit in the road here. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, someone in the uh, room said that they uh, think that the side cameras are uh, pretty helpful. Uh, now, you haven't had any experience with, like, any of the uh, uh, Furion cameras. They got the, the side marker cameras and stuff like that. Out, I, I, just said, uh, I just did install a camera on the trailer. I haven't used it much. Um but uh, yeah, it's 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 this trailers that come pre-wired for the it's, it's called it's, the brand is Voyage, and I've used it, and um, I don't find it all that useful to be honest. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's I find it useful to, to look in, into the back, but uh, I, I don't even have the the monitor installed permanently because most of the time I don't, I don't use it. I don't know if I had like like one of those that that give you the whole perimeter. That, right. that would be a cool system to have. Uh, someone asked, uh, do you uh, bring your guitar with you when you travel? And, and normally I don't because uh, uh, this is such a small trailer that I don't, I don't really know where to put it. And my last trip, actually, someone gave me a guitar in California. And it's a smaller guitar. And that's the one that I've, that I've been taking from time to time. But also, you know, I, I, I don't, unless you, you get a nice case for it, uh, it'll get destroyed up there because it's, it's always bumping. You know, whenever you, you go through a bump on the road, it's always bumping and down. And it, it already has a bunch of things and yep. like, scratches. So, someone in the chat had a good point. They said, uh, "Practice your backing up of your trailer in a parking lot uh, to get comfortable yeah. with it." So it's always good. Yeah, tip. this guy's KYD. They just did a video recently on that. Yes, they did. Yeah. 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 Uh, See, use some phone. Oh, uh, I got some questions uh, about your mini T lounge. Why don't you tell us about that? Oh, mini T lounge. That that's you know during during the pandemic. That's something that I that I did a couple of uh, times, and I did it on my other channel because it's just uh, it's like a concert. It's like a virtual concert. That's what I've been, uh, I did it, uh, and I might do one more before I go on the long trip. But I do it on my other channel, the music channel. By the way, it's called, it's just my name, Robert Morales. Uh, and uh, I did those. It was a lot of fun because, uh, you know, in, in the chat, people do like the virtual clapping, you know, with with uh, with, uh, with emojis, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah. I enjoyed doing it a lot. You know, it felt like I was back, uh, you know, at a nightclub back in the day. 
right. So um, are you doing the um, YouTube memberships or do you still have a Patreon for your members to be able to join and get special behind the scenes content and all that I, good stuff? I do both, actually. Uh, the members, uh, they're called Chief Pelican Heads, uh, the, the regular members. And... Uh, and uh, then I have executive producers. If they give a certain amount uh, monthly, they are executive producers of my show, and I put them on the credits at the end. You know, executive producers, and I have a bunch of people there. And uh, but everybody more or less gets the the same. You know, behind the scenes, sometimes uh, sometimes I'll do uh, I'll release the videos earlier uh, for the members and the patrons of of any any what they call them tiers and ringtones. I, I also do ringtones with my music. And those are very popular too. And that kind of thing, you know. Oh, and uh, I, what I call I call them Pelican Head updates. And uh, it's it's a live update, like I did one yesterday when I arrived here. You know, if you're in the area and you're a patron, you know, uh, you know exactly where I am. You know, it's like a like a real time thing. And I know we've also done like Zoom meetings. So yeah, I try to mix it up and try to to give them some value for for value, if you right. will. So, do you use any RV memberships? Uh, and what if you do? Which ones do you recommend? Like uh, Escapee, mm -hmm. Harvest Host, Thousand Trails, things like that. Yeah. I, I don't use them as much as I as I, I, I Thousand Trails. It's something that I had for the first year for free, and I couldn't use it as much. But it's something that you know I don't want to plan my travel as as much, you know. And uh, that that's one thing with Thousand Trails that you kind of you're locked into a certain air part of the country and only certain RV parks. I have good Sam because they, 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 I get some discounts and I get discounts at, at the pilots on flying J's too. I have harvest hosts, but then again, it's, it's all like a, like a plan B. My harvest host is, uh, uh, I, I, I use them and I like them. Of course, harvest hosts, you, you end up spending at the place usually more than you, <laughs> that you would have paid at a campground. So it's, it's always good. But anyway, if, if the harvest host, of course, it's, uh, they have wineries, they have farms, and now they have golf courses, and uh, you pay an annual membership fee, and you can stay at all these places for free. But um, but sometimes you have to plan ahead, and I and I plan to stay at a harvest host, and sometimes they, they I called and I couldn't communicate, so sometimes they have limited hours, so you you have to plan ahead. Um, and I'm I'm contemplating the idea of joining uh, Passport America. Yeah, right. we've looked at Passport America a little bit. Oh, and I have um, escapees too, by the way. Yeah, Passport America uh, sometimes can offer you 50% 50, 50 discounts yes. uh, on uh, certain days of the week. Uh, a lot of campgrounds are Sunday through yeah. Thursday or whatever mm -hmm. during their slow times of the week. Um, but if you are traveling during those times, it's a great cost savings uh, when you're out there on the road. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I've been thinking of doing. That, that one I'm, I've been thinking of doing. But usually I just decide where to stay at, at 3 p.m. on the day off, you know, so especially in some of these uh, trips in less populated areas or during the week, you know, weekdays. And uh, sometimes I just call the closest KOA, you know, it's, it's easy. It's, 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 I like also places that you can book online, you know, that you don't have to, to call and uh, that back and forth, you know, KOA, I open my app. It remembers who I am, my length, my everything, and I just, uh, it's more expensive, of course, but it's just a few steps. Yep. All right. Well, I think we'll put, go ahead and we'll start wrapping this up. All um, right. If we can, before you leave, why don't you go ahead and sing us a little tune? Uh, 
of I know you sing your intro on your uh, channel. Yeah, I'm riding, riding in my RV wherever I want to be. Cause I'm free in my RV. There we yeah, go. I came up with I came up with that one in the bathroom, by the way. A lot of uh, you know, I, I've said it before. It was one day right after that trip to the Four Corners. I'm like, mm. and, yeah, and then I've, it became my theme song. I think that the part I've always liked about it is it has that '70s sitcom feel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, definitely, uh, but thank you, uh, Robert, for taking the time and joining us today. Uh, like yeah. I said, uh, I can't uh, thank you enough uh, for taking time out of your day and joining us as being such a small channel and uh, yeah, sharing no, a little insight into your channel and your life. Thank you, thank you. This is this is fun. This is fun. Well, hopefully uh, somewhere down the road, our paths can cross again. We can do another uh, uh, collab together mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, just keep growing Absolutely. and building together. Yeah, maybe, maybe when I pass through Michigan uh, at some point or I'll, yeah. I'm sure I'll, I'll, our paths uh, will cross at some point. I'm sure. And like I said, you come through Michigan, feel free to shout out at us or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, would love to do a meetup or, um, you know, do another collab together to, uh, go ahead and advertise whatever you're doing in Michigan, and uh, we'll move forward from there. So, but thanks Absolutely. for joining us, Robert. And with well, that, I, I hope you have a good day. Well, uh, it's awfully hot out here, so I'm gonna hit the beach uh, right now. Probably it's right there. Yeah. It's not much of a beach, but you know, it's the Florida Keys, but it's it's water and it's it's a little bit of sand, and that's what I intend to do. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and drop you off here. And thanks again. I uh, appreciate Thank it. You. And enjoy your travels, Robert. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. There you go, guys. Traveling Robert. Um, isn't this great? Great guy. Uh, absolutely love the fact that he uh, uh, agreed to go ahead and jump on here with us and spend a little bit of his Saturday with us and with you. Um, so with that, you know, make sure that, you know, if you're not already seeing Robert's videos, make sure you go over to his channel. Um, you know, check it out. Um if I can, Lori, my wife's moderating. If she can drop a, a link to Robert's channel over here in the group, that would be great. Um, and go over, check out his videos, watch his videos, give him those thumbs up, comments uh, to his videos. Tell him the Northwoods RV Life sent you over there um, so that, you know, people see that, you know, we sent you over there and you showed him some love. And uh, it's always greatly appreciated, everyone that we interview. Try sending some extra traffic Robert's way. Um, I know we're not much, but any little bit we can send his way uh, is great. And don't forget that you can uh, hit that thumbs up down below. Smash that th uh, thumbs up button. Um, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our weekly videos and live streams that we do here on the Northwoods RV Life. Uh, we do a live stream every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, where we have it just kind of a little more of a discussion uh about an RV topic and uh, a little live chat about that stuff. That's Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And then Saturdays here at 1 p.m., uh, we interview other YouTube channels uh, as a live video podcast format so that we can help try to grow the RV community here on YouTube. And each and every one of you can learn about these different channels that are out there and the content that they uh, so graciously put their time and effort in uh, to be able to make available to each and every one of us out here on YouTube. So with that, I'd like to go ahead and thank you very much. Uh, you catch a replay here or on any podcast application if you like. 
And I appreciate each and every one of you that have spent the time with us. And we will go ahead and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks, guys.